DNVR Broncos podcast coming to you from Studio A at the DNVR bar, bah, 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 bah. where the A stands for O T A. There we go. <laughs> and of course, it also stands for Avalanche. Mm. Um, but no time for Avs talk today, other than let's go Avs. Let's go. Avs. <laughs> um, OTA number four. Four in the books for the Denver Broncos today. Zach on hand to take in the whole thing. I was supposed to be there. Then I had a meeting come up. That's that's how my life You're is. You're just Mr. Meeting. I know. <laughs> I honestly don't mind a good productive meeting, but it and does. It was. it was super productive, but it does take away the ability to go to things like today. Well, today it, it was great to be there, but I mean, it was a pretty short practice. Like I told you right before, I mean, they actually only did team for just over 30 minutes today. And typically, I mean, in some training camps, you see team for like an hour and 45 minutes. So it was smaller, but Ryan, it got kicked off in a big way today. And did your coffee just get here? I think, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm just like, fiending for a coffee yeah i was I, told it was gonna be here like 15 minutes ago to give me a chance to get a little yeah, yeah. kickstart into yeah. the show bring the energy bring the heat you um, got it now naturally i did i did just your natural glow gives me energy oh back. thank you uh, or was it because because I, I saw you looking over the edge and you started nodding your head and i'm going oh yeah, that is the, that I is the coffee got like nod a, i got like a little like <laughs> burst of adrenaline just when thinking i smell about coffee, coffee when i smell coffee it uh it, it gets me going <laughs> now you're being uh told to not look over i just the want edge. my i just want my coffee <laughs> can you get the man his coffee unbelievable <laughs> around here um anyway you need your coffee in order to match the energy level that practice has ryan Ooh, i love may, to hear may that. practice brings so much energy may um touchdowns bring <laughs> uh october celebration wins okay so well, what about may interceptions what do those bring uh well zach the thing about that is when you're at an ota or a training camp practice you can always spin whatever happens in a good way <laughs> it's very true so we're, may we're, interceptions we're, we're spin bring, masters bring uh september pick sixes there we go i love it i love it tell me more ah well the first so ryan last week uh, we saw one of the three practices, and it was touchdowns, 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 touchdowns. That's what Russ was doing. Now, they were working in goal line, so a little easier to get touchdowns when you're 10 to 20 yards out. Uh, today, they were working from about their own 25 going out, but no interceptions last last week when we saw. And then Nathaniel Hackett uh, told us that there were no interceptions at all in last week's practice. So the defense, after sitting back for four days off, they come out very first play of practice. Russell Wilson does something I highly advise against, looking toward Pat Sertan's way. Now, in practice, of course, you're going to do that. You're not just going to eliminate one side of the field in practice. But he did it, and it was a bold choice. It turned out to be a wrong choice because mm. he threw into a sea of defenders. He was looking for Tim Patrick on the right-hand side. And one of the things that we talked about last week that Russ did was he was running all over the place, really elusive. Sometimes it was because he wanted to. Sometimes it was because he had to. But this time, and most of today, he tried to stay in the pocket. So he stays in the pocket, which just looks uncomfortable for him. But then Tim Patrick uh, does a corner route. There, he was never open. Mm. Uh, Pat Sertan and smothering coverage. Pat kind of flips it to himself, catches it. 
then takes off for six. Would have been six the other way. Uh, and after practice, Nathaniel Hackett talked about it and was kind of pissed off by the whole play. Um, seemed like there was a lot of things that went wrong in his perspective on that play. Not just Russ's read, but a lot of things that needed to change. But you know what good defenses do? They take advantage when the offense messes up. And Pat Sertan came up with a pick six to open practice. There's defensive touchdowns today. You love that, honestly. I think that Russ was throwing that pass. <laughs> Here's the spin master. No, 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 no. To try and assert his dominance over Pat Sertan. Mm. Because last week he had the perfect ball to Cortland Sutton, indefensible yeah. from Pat Sertan. And, you know, Pat complimented on him, whatever. And I think he thought, like, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> I'm, he's going to have perfect coverage, and I'm going to throw it in there to a bigger, taller receiver who's just going to jump over him and catch it. Um, and so I kind of like him challenging Pat Sertan like that. Uh, and I love Pat Sertan answering the challenge. So that's the biggest thing. It's like, Zach, remember last year we were trying to temper expectations for Pat Sertan? Yep. That is out the window. Yep. From every angle. Gone. Every angle. Uh, whether it's us, other media, the Broncos themselves. Everyone expects Pat Sertan to be one of, if not the best corner in the NFL this year. And so, like, hearing that he intercepted Russell Wilson makes me feel happy. Like, it, it right. makes me feel better. Why, why should he not be in that group, Ryan? Because I can only think of reasons why he should be. Oh, my goodness. Here we Finally. go. Allie coming <laughs> through big like, time. I was waiting until the camera. I was waiting until the camera goes on Zach. <laughs> then I'm free to look down and be like, I can hear Brandon. Anyone can in like the, in the tri-state area. So I know the coffee has arrived. Someone please bring it to me. And look, I'm proud of you. You made it about nine minutes into the pod without mm. coffee and the first sip. Oh. <sighs> It's like I'm alive again. Ah, there we go. There we go. Yeah, I, I did I say that on air? No, I think I was telling you before. I got my haircut before this. Thanks yeah. for noticing, chat. Um, uh, thanks for noticing my haircut, yeah, chat. Yeah, geez. Two boys with new haircuts Double and haircut. no one noticing. Uh, and I was just taking little, like, mini naps mid-haircut. Mm, like, yeah. Because it's kind of like you're if, if you have a good person cutting your hair, it's kind of like you're getting, like, a little head massage. That's true. So I was just past, like, I needed this coffee yep. desperately. Yep. Unless J27 in the comment section by saying it's nice to see the balance, the balance of oh, haircuts. Oh, the balance of yeah, the Yeah. So Jay, you, you were right on it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, thank you, Alex Roberts fishing. <laughs> fishing. We're, we were just fishing for compliments. We were, we were. And Alex Roberts fishing came through. Yes. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, okay. So Pat Sertan, pick six, first play of practice. I assume the defense just goes chaotic. Oh, they went insane. Ryan, it, it was honestly uh, San Francisco 49ers training oh. camp type of energy, and that energy just continued to carry through on the defensive side. Music through the whole practice? Yep. We, we think it was Nathaniel Hackett's playlist because we're, ta we're, ta we're, we're stuck in the 90s right now. With this music, get, getting some like old school like rap California in there. California love type Exactly. Of stuff. Yep, yeah, that's exactly what was playing today. Uh, and music the whole time, of course. But and the thing is, and it's just so stupid that there hasn't been music the past few years. Because, Ryan, this music isn't blaring. We're not screaming at each other to hear each other. It's just nice background noise. And it just gives a little pep to the step of everyone. Yeah, I mean, 
think about like working out without music. Right, right. You know? I mean, we we there's music playing in the bar right now. Yep. It it's not like we're screaming. It's no. not like I can't focus on what you're saying. Now, coffee on the other hand, if Vic Fangio tried to take coffee out of the building, we'd have first first ten minutes of this show with everyone in, is, uh, over there. That is very true. I <laughs> firmly believe that I would never have made it this far in life without coffee. Yeah, like, and uh, now you'll make it the next fifty minutes of this show. Yes, I will. But I like. <laughs> Like I feel like if I could have discovered coffee earlier, I might have done. I might have gotten like better grades. Wow, because I feel like people say it the opposite. I wish I didn't discover coffee until later, so I never got hooked on it. Oh no, I'm <laughs> like I'm not afraid of addiction. It's when it comes to coffee, no. You just lean right in, like yeah. you know, it's not killing me. And I mean, what do we have? Is that Trenta? No, no, I'm not a oh, psycho. Oh, okay, okay. He's not that desperate. I go two ventis in a day. Yeah, Actually, all right, no, there we go. For, I, I make my own in the morning. Okay. But it feels weird to, like, drive all the way home just to get a coffee and come back. It's like, right, I just go to Starbucks. Right, right. Yep, I, I'm an afternoon and morning type of guy. Typically, and you probably won't like this, in the winters I have been going hot in the morning. But afternoon is always cold. I don't like telling anyone how to do whatever they want to do. That's true. I appreciate like, that. The other day, we were on the golf course, and uh, Eric Weedham, D-Line Co., um, orders a hot dog, and he he only likes ketchup on his hot dog. Mm. Just ketchup, nothing mm. else. And he, like, posted it to, you know, yep. he, to get to, the people fired to up. The yep. People yep. up. Yeah. And people are coming after him, and I'm just like, was it good? Did you like it? He's like, yeah, I love that. I'm like, then why would anyone care? I mean, it's a great point. There's a girl at PHNX. She likes ketchup and rice. Does that okay. sound disgusting to me? Yes. Yeah. If you like that, why would I tell you not to do it? <laughs> we're, we're, we're pushing some boundaries now. There's another girl at PHNX. I don't know what the hell they're doing over there. <laughs> she likes ketchup on pizza. Wow. Okay. Instead of sauce? No. Dips the pizza in ketchup. Wow. They, they need to know Spicy Ranch. <laughs> Spicy Ranch. Yeah. Yes, absolutely the mm -hmm. best thing that you can put on pizza. But, like, I don't know. Maybe I, I probably – someone could probably dig up a tweet of me telling someone how to eat their food. I've matured past <laughs> that. Eat your food however you want as long as it tastes good to you. And you've been like that for a while. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're welcoming. You're if accepting. If you like hot coffee, drink that shit hot. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Anyways. And, uh, I mean, it, like I said, it started raining middle of practice. Maybe that's going to be an excuse – that the offense uses, but Ryan, it started with the defensive pick six. We didn't get any more pick sixes throughout the day, but it was tough. Uh, the It was tough for the offense to get yards in this practice. I mean, on the ground, run stuff, uh, passing, uh, that was blocked up, and the, the might have been the defensive line really disrupting things. Like I said, last week, Russ wanted to run, and then when he was forced to run, he did run. It seemed like Russ was just trying to stay in the pocket and do things on a first, second, third read sort of thing instead of making that next play develop. And I don't mind that now. Uh, what I do mind is when that comes to, to the regular season, he better be doing the running stuff, which he will. But today, the offense was just off. And uh, big credit to the defensive line. I mean, there, there was one play, Ryan, where Russ is staying in the pocket. He could tell he wanted to run. And it just looked like two monsters coming through the middle. Like their arms are just tearing through the offensive <laughs> linemen. Their hands are up. And it was Draymond Jones on one side and Bradley Chubb mm. on the other side. Now, I didn't see where Bradley started on that play, but he was in between the guard and the center once he got there. So either <clears> he started as a down lineman or he just, yeah, he stunted in. Uh, but he was looking powerful. I mean, he looked like Draymond Jones plowing through the line. And this is Bradley Chubb. Yeah, and I'm sure there's someone sitting at home right now going, oh, no, the offensive line sucks. Again, <laughs> someone has to win. 
and I would honestly be concerned if you came here and said offense dominated, they've dominated every day, and yeah. I would be like, well, okay, Russell Wilson, you know, he, he's hard to stop. But if we're going to have high hopes for this defense, you got to hear things like that. Right. Bradley Chubb has to win some matchups yep. in practice <laughs> yeah. or else something has gone terribly wrong. Same thing for Draymond Jones. So, sure, you know, you'd like the offensive line to make every stop. You'd also like the defensive line to break through every single time. A balance, like was said in the comments earlier, there's nothing wrong with that. And, to and I fair, love to hear Bra like Bradley Chubb and Powerful. If you, yeah. you just put those two words together, that is music to my ears. That is really important. And I almost wonder if it's kind of one of the things that's been missing from him with the you know so much lower body yeah. stuff yeah. going on. That is where your power comes from in, in any sport, you know, all the way from football to golf. Your power comes from your lower body. If your lower body isn't right, then you're going to lose that. And that is his game. He mm -hmm. needs his lower body. He needs that power. Yeah, he he, cert he certainly does need that power. And then also, Ryan, you had the offensive line really mismatched today. And we're going to see the offensive line be mismatched probably through the preseason. It's going to be bits and pieces here. But you, today... You're saying mishmashed, right? Mishmashed. What did I say? Mismatched? Well, I'm hearing mismatched, Mis which like to me sounds like they were outmatched. Wait, so what am I saying? What am I trying to say? You're trying to say mishmashed. Mishmashed. Yes, <laughs> mishmashed. Uh, they they were all over the place like uh, you, you would mishmash a potato, right? That's what I'm picturing. Um... Like, I honey, can you go mishmash the potatoes? I think you just mash them. You ma Oh, you're right. You mash them. I think it's uh, honestly a derivative of mix and match. Mix and match, which I guess fits this, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you just make it all into one word. You mismatch those letters together and you <laughs> get mismatch. <laughs> wow, okay. And that's what the offensive line is going to be. It's going to be a bunch of mismatch uh, entering, <laughs> and entering the regular season week one. And... Uh, why that? Well, because we know Quinn Miners is going to start. We don't know where. Lloyd Cushenberry looks like he's the starter as of now. Left guard right now, it's Dalton Reisner, but we've been seeing Natani Muti get in there. We've been seeing Graham Glasgow get in there. Right tackle is a whole mess of itself. I mean, talking about mismashes. I mean, when a report came out earlier today about Calvin Anderson wearing something on his face. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, that facial was kind of contraception. A, yeah, that, that was kind of a slip of words by Mike Kliss on Twitter. Uh, facial contraption yes. is actually what Calvin oh, Anderson had on his face. He wasn't just wearing a giant Jimmy on yes, his head? No, he was not wearing a Jimmy that I could see, <laughs> at least. I'm pretty sure I would be able to notice that. Uh, there was nothing hanging out of his face. Mask dangling oh around. God. That's how he keeps defensive linemen away from him. He just starts swinging this thing. Like, oh, what's that? Oh, my God. <laughs> facial contraption. What facial, is this? Facial contraption. I'm so, imagining like Hannibal. Um, that's what it looked like. Now, oh, from, wow. from far away, that's what it looked like. And it's pretty funny. Nathaniel Hackett's really good at this head coaching job already by being able to avoid questions. Ryan, we don't need to know about injuries right now. The, the coaches aren't forced to tell us about injuries right now so Nathaniel was was asked about it twice by Mike Kliss about what's going on with Calvin Anderson and playing through it with this contraption on his face and uh, Nathaniel Hackett just said well he's a big big fan of the the Pistons and uh uh, uh Rip Hamilton Rip, Rip yep Rip Hamilton would, would wear that and then that's was his answer and then he moved on um so don't know what's going on with Calvin but he did miss last week He's back this week practicing with the contraption on his face. Uh, but no Billy Turner. It's clear or black? 
it w- it's like a scotch tape color. Okay, so clear. No, 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 not scotch tape. Painter's tape, but blue. not blue. No, the 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 tan, <laughs> the tan tape. Masking tape. Is that what it is? I believe. Masking tape. Yeah. So he's got a bunch of masking tape on his face. Get to, your tapes uh, right, bro. To, yeah. Seriously, I'm just mismashing everything today. <laughs> uh, and but on the right side, on the left side, Garrett Bowles not there today due to a family matter. He was there last week. I think this is just a one-off thing, so nothing to Packing worry about tape? right now. I don't know. It's the white. It's it's the tan stuff. Yeah. That's kind of see through. It's about I think two it, centimeters wide. Two. It's not. I'm thinking big. like the longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's clear. That stuff's clear. Packing tape's clear. No, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so on the left side of the line, they had to tape some stuff together with Garrett Bowles not there. So Ryan, where's Bowlesy? Family matter. Okay. Don't know, but I expect him to be back tomorrow or later this week. Um, but so they're playing Tom Compton at left tackle. So you got Tom Compton at left tackle, kind of some rotating on the inside of the offensive line. And then right tackle, you, you have some movement as well. So the defensive line should be taking the offensive line to school. I was right, according to Joe. Masking tape. Then why did you doubt yourself? I don't know, I because I thought then uh, something else... Is it supposed to mask like um... boxes? Like it blends in with box color? Oh. Mm. The only problem with that is masking tape isn't that. It's not that sticky. It isn't. No, it's like it's like really cheap tape. I think. Interesting. Yeah. If anyone knows the story behind masking <laughs> tape, please let us know. Uh, while we figure <laughs> that out, Ryan. So okay, everything you just said about pressure, um, just changed for me. Mm. In terms of like, especially spinning it for the offense, you don't have your left tackle, you're in trouble. Yep. Um, and it also bums me out a little bit because I know that's the side that Garrett Bowles is coming, or sorry, that uh Bradley Chubb yep. is coming from. Although yep. you did say he kind of stunted in. Yep. Uh, in between the garden center, so or garden tackle. Yep. Okay. Uh, he was garden center. Okay. On All that right. One. Yeah. Um. So, I guess that counts as a clean win. But I don't, I don't care about anyone beating Tom Compton. And I, I don't want that to ever happen. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so Tom Compton's out there, then everyone else kind of gets a break. Yeah, and Billy Turner, he's on the sideline today, not practicing at all. He didn't Even practice worse. last week. Uh, he's on, I think Nathaniel Hackett, no, Nathaniel Hackett didn't talk about him today. Uh, he has a big sleeve on his left leg, I believe. He's your starting right tackle, in my opinion, once he's out there. It, whenever he's out there, Calvin Anderson then becomes your swing tackle. And you don't have to worry about Tom Compton at left. Oh, I thought you were going to say we don't have to worry about facial contraception. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe Calvin's going to play into that. True. Wouldn't that be Could great? Could be his new thing. This, maybe this. <laughs> oh, instead of this, it's this. <laughs> oh, man. He probably has some big fingers, too, to, to change that I over. Assume, I assume he does. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, we're having fun here because we're at the bar. Yep. You can have a lot of fun here tonight. Let me tell you this. Bar opened at 3 o'clock. Yep. Avs play at 6. Yep. Already one and a half tables full of Avs fans. I'm feeling the energy up here, too. Yeah, I, I can feel that, too. And, and it's it's hockey weather outside. It's dreary. It's getting cold. I mean, I was crazy for wearing a coat at the beginning of practice. By the end, it, it's feeling like winter. I know. We're one team away from getting out all the warm weather. I hate warm weather in hockey. Like oh, Tampa Bay, the Carolina Hurricanes, uh, yeah, Florida yeah. Panthers. Yeah. Like, they're just... 
they're imposters. Yep, they are. They you, are. Tampa Bay needs to go away. Could you point out? Uh, I was asking this to people uh, around the office today. Could you point out Edmonton on a map? Um, no, until I looked it up on a map today you did? because I was having a conversation with someone. It's in the middle of Canada, nowhere. It's not. It's not. It, is it west? West side of Canada. Mm, it's like the mid. No, it's, no, so no. It's Colorado, like the Colorado of Canada. I think even a little bit further east, like wow. even more center. Yeah, they're playing in the Western Conference Finals. But then they are. Well, it's kind of like Kansas City, maybe the Chiefs. Okay, and okay. they're and they're in the West the as well. West. But I mean, it is smack dab in the middle in terms of like height. It's not close to the United States. Interesting. Yeah, but I, no. I need to answer your first question. No, there's no chance I would know where Edmonton was. I don't think I know where anything is in Canada other than Vancouver and yep. Toronto. Yep, yep. Because those are the easy ones. The two opposites. Like okay, kind of by Seattle and kind of by New York. Yeah, yep. that's it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't. I probably wouldn't even have known the Toronto thing if it wasn't for um, Drake. I don't even think. Like I, I don't know why. I've, picture all of canada as western canada <laughs> well it makes sense uh it, i i well it doesn't make sense actually but that makes sense in my head also you know it's another funny thing that we do is like don't you just imagine canada as one thing yes yes like there's no states but then there are states well, which know, is weird and, and i know there are provinces as they call them there. provinces um but i don't like think about how differently you think of california and new york Oh, big and time. And that's the difference yep, of yep, Vancouver yep. and Toronto. <laughs> right, right, you know what right, I mean? But right. you don't think like, oh, yeah, different food, different culture, different right, everything. You're right. just like, oh, that's Canada. Or even like Florida to Maine. And, and like, so this is totally like American ignorance. Like, I'm not trying to right. avoid the fact that this is American ignorance. Yeah, 100%. The fact that we didn't know the where the team the Avs are playing is located until today. And maybe I'm giving them too much credit, but I feel like everyone in – Edmonton could point out Colorado. I on agree. A hundred percent agree. <laughs> yeah. Americans back at it. Yeah. Sorry. Um, anyways, but I do know how to get to the bar Yeah. and uh, I do know that that is the best place to watch the game tonight. Maybe I'll give it to ball arena, probably outside of ball arena. But if you want an environment that's as close to ball arena without paying a couple hundred dollars to get in, you come to the bar tonight. It is going to be popping for the first game of the conference finals. Avs taking on Edmonton. Ryan, I can't wait. And also, if you want the best coverage, go to thednvr.com. Those Avs guys are doing a great job pumping out so much great content. We're pumping out content. Rockies, Nuggets, everyone's pumping out content. And if you become a member, you get a member-sized beer, meaning when you come to games here, you get a 22-ounce beer for the price of a 16-ounce beer, and you get a free T-shirt when you sign up for an annual membership. So go to thednvr.com and check out everything we have going on and come by the bar for the game tonight. I'm texting our uh, social media person that she should do a TikTok of everyone trying to point out Edmonton on a blank <laughs> yes, that's great. Canada map. <laughs> um, okay, back at it here. Um, Ryan, what if you want to watch the games, you know, Rockies, Nuggets, uh, Avs? Where do you turn to? Well, you can't turn to cable. <sighs> Crazy enough. Crazy enough. You certainly can't turn to uh, Comcast. No. That's for damn sure. You can... Turn to Avaca TV, yep. um, who we love very much simply because they solved a big problem in our lives, um, but also because they have us on a channel, yes, there, yes. Uh, which is pretty badass. Um, so head over to avaca.tv slash DNVR. You can scope out what they have to offer. And what's great is you can watch your abs, you can watch your nuggets, you can watch your Colorado Rockies all in one place. And... You can watch this show. You literally flip from <laughs> watching cool. our show to like the Avs pregame show 
It's so awesome. And it's really, really cheap. 25 bucks a month plus 10 bucks a month for your receiver. But when you use that code DNVR and you go to Avaca TV, uh, avaca.tv slash DNVR, you can get 10 bucks off your first three months. So 25 bucks a month for your first three months. I know you're getting gouged for way more than that from the cable company. And depending on what company you use, you can't even watch the Abs and Nuggets. Yeah. And it, Mammoth and Rapids. So Ivaca.tv slash DNVR. Ryan, I had a very roller coaster weekend in terms of uh, my betting account up and down, up and down. But you know what made it so much fun? And even after a loss, I came back, which was then good, is... DraftKings Sportsbook, they just hand out 50% profit boost. Mm. I feel like, I, I, I kid you not, every single game, it's a 50% profit boost. They, they, they want you to bet on these playoff games, and it just makes it a blast. I mean, I'm putting together some same-game parlays mm. to, to, to put on that boost, and it is so much fun. So they're handing out that. But, Ryan, they're also handing out $150. Bet on the NBA Finals. Bet $5 on either team. And instantly, you'll get $150 in free bets. You don't even have to pick a winner. Then you can use that money on betting the abs, whether you want to put a futures bet on them, whether you want to just cover the one-and-a-half puck line that's going on, uh, or you can even – well, you can bet on any. You can even bet on week one for, for the Broncos as well. You can do that all with that $150 in free bets just by betting $5 on any NBA basketball or any finals game this week over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers <coughs> only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com. Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. And I got ahead of myself almost, but I want to get into our DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week right now. And it was what I almost gave away. I'm betting 60-minute line for the Avs tonight. To, it's a minus 115, so you get good value there yep. for the Avs to win in regulation. I'm doing it. I love that. I've already punched in that bet on my own. Um, I'm going to give you guys a little... A little something I cooked up uh, on the bet show today. Are you Russ? Are you cooking? <clears throat> I'm cooking. I'm cooking. There we go. Um, so, I love the Avs in this series. And I feel very confident in their chances and very confident in the amount of games it's going to take them, mm. which is six or less. Yep. So, you can get Avs minus one and a half in the series at about minus 130. Okay. But I'm not done. Mm. Still cooking. Okay. That's ingredient number one. Okay. I am number two. even more confident than I am in the Avs in the Golden State Warriors against the Boston Celtics. So you can actually get them at minus one and a half games in the series at like plus 135. Mm. Ooh, Smash those two babies man. together. A little spaghetti and meatballs. Plus 377 ah, on a parlay. I love that. Um, and I think I honestly I think the that. Warriors are going to sweep. Um, I almost did minus two and a half, but the value on minus one and a half was so good that I'm like, I shouldn't chase. Um, so in, if in some world where the Celtics make it a series, I still, I can't envision it. Nope. But maybe I'm wrong. One thing that the Celtics do really well is play defense. So maybe that's enough to slow down that, that perimeter. I just don't think it is. I love this bet because what have we seen the Warriors do? They're a great team four games in a series and they have a dud. Mm -hmm. And so there you go. I mean, I, I'd feel confident in two and a half, but then you give yourself leeway with one and a half there. They could have two duds. Ryan, I love that. Almost plus 400 there. Yeah, really like that. Really like that. Um, stoked for this Avs game tonight. I also, uh, Allie said Kale McCarr first goal. Um, so I'm in on that. And then what juice does that have? Like plus 1700. Oh, I love it. And then someone in our comment section on the bet show 
sent us a $20 super chat and said, put it on Kale McCarr first goal. So let's go. I obliged. Let's go, man. Yeah, it's, that, that would be a fun one to win. Man, that would be such a fun one. And hey, speaking of fun times, um, got to give a shout out to our guy Bruno. Met him over the weekend. He he rolls with us. So shout out to Bruno. Shout out to everyone. I'm sure you're going to be uh, meeting some people down at Ball Arena tonight. <clears throat> Love it. As I always say, please don't hesitate to say hi. It makes my day every time. Yep, absolutely. And uh, someone that was back, Ryan, today was Jerry Judy. Good news surrounding Jerry Judy today. All of his charges were dropped this morning. So it was really less than three weeks of a turnaround time for him. Uh, kind of once we started to hear more of the details come out, Ryan, we, we kind of thought this is the way it was going to lean. The NFL can still uh, suspend him if they want. I don't think it's going to happen. You're shaking your head as well. I honestly don't even think this takes more than like a minute on someone's office at the NFL. Yeah. Like legitimately hand them a file, flip through it, move it onto the stack of completed no discipline. Yep, and that's kind of how Nathaniel Hackett was last week when we first talked to him about it. Today, he said, I'm happy that Jerry and, and us can move on. And that's what's going to happen. But, Ryan, Jerry was out there last week while these charges were still out there. But he wasn't practicing, not because of the charges, but because he had some back tightness. And anything with backs is always scary. Good news is... He was out there today, so good news on the legal front, good news on the injury front, uh, and, and he, he looked good. He looked like Jerry Judy out there today. Now, no spectacular catches, but he was involved with the first-team offense. So we've heard the defensive play of the day. What was the offensive play of the day? Oh, boy. I mean, there weren't many, wow. Ryan. I mean, I, I'm talking – concerns me a little bit i'm talking a, a five yard out to tim patrick with bradley chubb in coverage um that's that, the best play by the offense in, in terms of team periods Yikes. yes uh that the, there was uh okay the, the probably the best most encouraging offensive play i can't call it a play because it's on air there's no offensive line. There's no defenders. What are we but talking K about here? <laughs> KJ Hamler, give okay, you give you right. a little spark here. KJ Hamler gets off the line. He's doing a go route. Uh, there's you know just a, a linebacker. I put that in quotes. A coach standing there. Uh, he's supposed to kind of like run right around him. He slips when he's running around him. But Russ is already cocking back to throw it. So Russ is already throwing for if KJ didn't slip. And then so KJ knows he slips and knows he's going to be late for it. He puts his head down and just starts flying down the field. And he makes up those, you know, half a second of the slippage. Uh, catch turns, turns around at the very last second because he knew he had to catch the ball. He had to sprint in order to get to the ball. Catches the ball, falls down really hard on his hip instantly pops up russ runs right over to him uh get, gives him daps him up for some love so that was the most encouraging <clears throat> thing today honestly it started out bad but it turned out pretty good the, the number one thing is that he can go full speed yep um that is always a concern when someone you know is like dealing with injuries coming back from injuries can the, you know there's no reason for him to do it it almost concerns me a little bit that he did it but the fact that he was able to turn on the full jets, make that play, fall down, all that stuff, um, you you just love to see. Like, you can't I, – I, you know how I feel about these guys who are, like, easing them, themselves in all through training camp. I would – if K.J. Hamler – and I'll touch wood because there's always time. If K.J. Hamler is one of those guys where it's like, yeah, we think he might be ready for week one, I would just be like, okay, they're getting nothing from him this year. Yeah. 
But <clears throat> the fact that he's out there, he's participating, he's running full speed right now, at least starts to build me up. I'm already at anything KJ Hamler does is a cherry on top. But I can slowly, like, maybe what you just told me got me to, like, 100 yards. I now expect him to have 100 yards this season. <laughs> Why not game one? I, you know, he, he could go Eddie Royal on him. There we go. Okay, I like that. I like that. Expectations are starting to build. Slowly ramping yeah. up. Okay. Uh, and, and, of course, that has nothing to do with KJ. I yeah. know his talent. I know because yeah. I always get people coming out. You're sleeping on KJ. No, I'm not. I'm just not ready to believe in his body. Yeah, that's that's very that's very fair. And Ryan, he's 170 pounds. That, coming from a tiny guy, I mean that's big, but but that's that's tiny for NFL standards. It's like four weight classes above you. <laughs> it seriously is. So KJ, I'm not coming after you. I promise you that. Um, and so, something else, man, Ryan, we saw I saw an RPO today, um, and I haven't seen one of those in person uh, with my own eyes in ever i think i don't think i've ever seen one successfully beautifully be done i saw one today it was a uh, you had javante back there so i thought the play was going to javante and especially in this offense they sell the run so hard i mean it is you you're convinced every play is a running play and then Love you just that. have to keep in your mind okay russ is the quarterback that's not going to be the case so i thought it was a running play at first my eyes the whole the whole offense goes this way and then I notice that Russ is doing something out here, and the ball is is over here. So I, I turn to see, and I, I imagine Russ is running with it. But no, then Jerry gets the ball. So it was a, it was a great play. It was a five-yard slant. Yep, back, but still, it, it's just creativity, but not even creativity. I mean, in today's – five years ago, ten years ago, that was creativity. That's just today's NFL right now. And we've just been living in this old world where an RPO is creative. And it feels so fresh, and, and it's it's a good thing that we have those things now. Well, and, and it's crazy to talk about this stuff. And I like being able to talk about it because we're in the middle of the offseason. We can talk about, like, the philosophy behind an RPO um, because everyone hears it, and I feel like no one talks about what it really does. In this case, you're trying to create a lane for that slant, yep. right? Because the slant, every quarterback loves throwing it, every wide receiver loves running it, and it's easy yards if you can hit it. But if you think about it, you're coming from the outside to the inside. There's so many people who can get in the way of that. Yep. You know, you've at yep. least got the defensive end, the linebacker in the corner who can break up that slant if you just run it clean. So you, you, you know, you really hard sell that. You get the linebacker out of the way. You get the defensive end out of the way. And then you have a one-on-one -on -one with that, with Jerry, Judy in a corner. <laughs> Jerry is going to get open on that play yep. and five yards, whatever it was, boom, in the blink of an eye, all you had to do was get those offensive linemen moving. Yep which everyone is looking for all those linebackers, you know, that's, you know, read your keys. Yeah. You see those guys start moving. You go. Now you have a wide open window. Russell Wilson ain't missing it. Jerry Judy's going to be open. And then Ryan, you do that a couple of times in a game or in a season or in a quarter of a season where defense is watching film. And then you do that again. And Jerry with his great route running ability, pretends like he's going on the slant, gets the corner to bite because he's seen it on film so much. Sluggo. And then he takes off. And then there you go. We're talking about Tugaliciouses. <laughs> that's my <laughs> least favorite thing about him, Nathaniel Hackett. And you know what's funny is he said it serious in a press conference last week. I know. I saw he's like, yeah, he had a Tugalicious out there today. Uh, I thought that was just going to be, you know, a behind the Broncos little cute thing. It's real. Better get used to it. So I don't like tug in the first place i've always been a tud guy that makes sense okay. td touchdown yeah, yep. if you yep. just said it if you turned it into a word it's tud yeah so then that somehow evolved into a tug which is something else where i come from <laughs> and talk about uh contraception yeah exactly <laughs> i mean 
a form of contraception. Um, and then uh, that somehow turns into tugalicious, which is already an evolution of a word I don't already like. And then you just make it even worse by cornifying. And it. and you make it harder to say too. Yep. Yeah. It's just a tud. <laughs> it's just it's just a tud. A tuddy? Do you like tuddy? Or is that is that <sighs> cornifying tud too much? I like how we just made up a word. Um, I don't mind tuddy. Okay, yeah, I, don't I, I, I can go with Tutty. I think I tweeted out early in the season last year, Tutty Bridgewater. Ah, not bad. Not bad. It worked for the first three weeks. Yep, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that is pretty good. A guy that, Ryan, I didn't think was going to be getting Tutties on offense this year, he's impressed me both practices I've got to see him, Montreal, Washington. Mm. Now, today, I said the offense didn't do anything, so everything I saw from him was in one-on-ones and, and air stuff. But he has good chemistry with the deep ball with Russell Wilson. Now, wow. in, in the now again, not in team stuff, not as meaningful, but in the one-on-ones going against air, Russ was pushing his limits with some of the Wait, guys. one-on-one or against air? Uh, against air, sorry, sorry. But just the receivers. Okay. Yeah, so not one-on-one. Um, just against air. Russ was pushing his limits, seeing how fast Tim Patrick could run. He, Russ was overthrowing guys left and right, and I think it was seemed intentional. Wants to see how far they, how far he can get it out there. Yep, he wasn't overthrowing Montreal Washington, and that was the second time where on offense Montreal Washington has opened my eyes to him, and I'm keeping an eye on him because I, I still don't expect a hundred yards from him this year on offense. But if this continues and we see it in training camp, they're going to have to get him on the field in, in some packages. Now, just packages, but that's special. KJ Handler, Montreal Washington, good luck. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued because <clears throat> similarly to KJ Hamler, I have Montreal Washington down mentally for zero receiving yards this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anything above that is a cherry on top. But you meant if you you said deep ball chemistry, that's all I need to hear. Mm. Because you can put him out there and have him run three nine routes in a game. Yep. And all it takes is hitting one. <laughs> yep. And now he's got sixty receiving yards on the <laughs> yeah. air or seventy five. In a game. <clears throat> right, exactly. So that's that's highly intriguing mm-hmm. um and the weirdest part is he is not cl- a classic speedster at least based on his 40 time right w- when i think of montreal washington i think shifty mm-hmm. maybe he's faster than that 40 time indicated yeah yeah and it, it seems like it's so far and actually montreal washington probably had if if it was complete which i'm not sure because there were a bunch of 300 pound men standing in front of me uh it, the the we'll play talk of about the, the day rest of the media <laughs> like that. Hey, uh there was mark schlereth out there so i think that's uh probably it's not even close uh, but <laughs> um he slimmed down quite a bit he, he certainly did uh he probably had the, the catch the play of the day on offense but the pass was coming from Josh Johnson. Um, but what I think happened, again, I couldn't see how it finished, but he was running a, a comeback on the sideline and uh, in, in out, and it was smothering coverage. And with a guy on his back, he caught it, and he was able to secure the ball under his body right at the sideline for a catch. Uh, and it was so good that Russ, who was not the quarterback, ran over to him to dap him up after. Russ is the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love this. I, I just, all of this stuff, like, matters to me. Yeah. Um, it sounds like they're having fun. Oh, tons of fun. I tons mean, of fun. It's football. Yeah. It's a game. Yeah. It should be fun. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't even know. I mean, there, but there's a lot of old school 
it's not just Vic Fangio. No, there's a lot of coaches who think like this should like this isn't a laughing matter. I'm pretty sure I even heard a story of Vic Fangio like snapping at two players because they like were they like giggled on the sideline. They were like giggling on the sidelines, and he said, "Yeah, yelled at him." Yeah, um, and I just I I, I think it matters. That those guys, when they wake up in the morning at the ungodly hours that they do, don't think like, "Here we go." Yeah, it's like, "All right, let's go play some football." Yeah, yeah, let's go have fun. Yeah, play play, play a game. Uh, and my last thing from practice today: Kareem Jackson was back after missing last Monday. Bradley Chubb was back. Brandon McManus was back. KJ Hamler was there last week, but he was practicing uh, even more. And Jerry Judy, we already talked about him. Ryan, the, the one guy non-injury related that's not out there is a guy that I don't think is going to be out there until mandatory minicamp, and that's Melvin Gordon. Uh, we talked about this last week. Just he, He's in a position battle race. Um, so Javante Williams is getting every single first-team snap that the team wants him to get, then they're rot- rotating Mike Boone in there as well. How do you feel about this? I mean, the fact that he's in a position battle uh, with a new offensive scheme, with a new quarterback, I don't like it. Uh, yeah. But pers- no, it's voluntary. He shouldn't get fined. He's not going to get fined. I understand it's voluntary. But also, when you have a Hall of Fame quarterback here, and when and, and I would have said this about Peyton as well, voluntary things aren't voluntary yeah. anymore because you're you're going for Super Bowl or bust. Now, not necessarily this year, but that that's the mindset that a Hall of Fame quarterback brings. Is that and when you have those aspirations, you do everything you can in order to get there. And these voluntary things are no, no longer voluntary. <clears throat> I've never been in a position battle, um, especially not in the NFL. Um, <clears throat> so the closest thing I can point to is like chasing after a girl. Mm. And if you and someone, you know, are both vying for the attention of a girl and you are both invited to a party and you know, he's going, <laughs> You are going to the party. Right, right. Like, I don't care what else you have going on. You're going to the party because you are not letting him get that one-on-one attention without you there to try and, you know, uh, play as well. So that's where I'm at with this is it's just like, dude, you're just letting letting him get one-on-one time with Russ and Nathaniel Hackett, Justin (laughs) Outen, and you're not even – you're just willingly sitting back while while that happens. I, I wouldn't be me that like you know what I'm to each their own I don't think he needs the work he knows how to run the football in the NFL he's been doing it successfully for years I just think man you're giving him a huge head start on something he already has a head start on man this is interesting taking on of the source and I and I are taking on of the source yeah and I totally agree with what you said Ryan says Melvin obviously doesn't consider it a position battle if anyone does way? it would be him yeah in what way does does Melvin think he has it locked up already? No. Is Me- Melvin's kind of a two A? He's he knows he's the backseat guy already. I just think, you know, d- didn't he say somewhere like I've been doing this for years? Yeah, yeah. Um, Dude, not going to OTAs. And I just think he's like d- stuck in the dirt on that, or you know, dug into the mud on that. Right. He's like, I don't do OTAs. It's optional. I I don't feel like I need it. But to me, it's like, dude, look around, <laughs> like read the situation and then make your decision don't just say like i'm 
I've, I've dug my heels in on not going to OTAs. I'm not going to start now. And he, here's the thing is, Melvin Gordon, he's going to come back in great shape, whether that's mandatory minicamp or training camp. He's going to be in fantastic shape. He always makes sure that he's in great shape. Uh, so he's taking care of his body, right? But, Ryan, it's a new playbook. It's a new coaching staff. Just naturally, you want to be around to show your face, to show that you're – and then also it, there, there's just no doubt that practicing the new playbook – is better practice than reading the new playbook on an iPad. How do how do you not have like intense FOMO? Yeah, seriously, when when because everyone pretty much everyone else is there. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I it's just not it's not it's again totally <laughs> up to him. It's his call. I don't think it's the right one. Yeah, and I I would be there as well. It is, is probably the way that I'm going to put that. Yeah, and it, you know it's kind of dumb for us to put ourselves in the shoes of NFL players, but it's not like we're, this is a hot take. Like almost no. every other player is there. Exactly. Exactly. And one place that every place should be Ryan or every person should be is green mountain dental because you got to go take care of your teeth twice a year. Might as well go to a place that has supported us for a long time. That is part of the DNVR family. And that is the best damn family dentistry in the Denver Metro area. And on top of that, they're going to give you a free Sonicare toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam. That's right. All you need to do is schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam to get a free Sonicare toothbrush. They're only a 15-minute drive from downtown Denver. They're probably going to be at the bar tonight uh, cheering on the Avs. That's how much of a Colorado sports fan that community is. So go to them because they're part of our family. Make them part of your family. Amen. All right. We going into the comments? Let's do it. All right. Do we have any super chats we need to hit? Nope. All right. No super chats. Let's go. Let's First one popping. coming in from Windy City Bronco says the way this will find or the way this will get fixed is politics. And of course, talking about the conversation that we had last week, Ryan <coughs> oh says gosh. people keep acting like politics is some dirty thing that is best ignored. The reality is the reason gun violence has become a problem is politics <laughs> and the way it will get fixed is politics. The first step is recognizing that there are politicians who do not have any interest in solving this. Stop talking about our politicians or even parties as some monolithic blob of trash. There are good ones and there are bad ones. Go help the good ones. There's legislation right now that might help that. Every time or every time more children die, legislation like that gets debated. In the end, it doesn't pass. Not because there aren't good people who aren't trying to do something, but because there are bad people desperate to do nothing. All right. A little bit of a vibe killer. Not your fault, though. <laughs> it, it was it was relevant at the time. Yeah, and, and, and I think you're absolutely right, Windy City Bronco. I 100% agree. Uh, from Denver Rivals. Uh, hey, guys, thank you for all your OTA coverage and spreading the words about the Alzheimer's Association in Denver uh, Rivals fundraising program. I hope to see the DNVR fam register and join the fun. My comment is about the Peter King power rankings, primarily focused on the AFC West. If it wasn't for our new coaching staff, I feel we'd be up there in the rankings. My hot take is objectively Denver is the second best roster in the AFC West. The Chiefs do not have a well-known pass rush, and their secondary is weakened with the Honey Badger's departure. The Raiders have a solid offense and two good edge linebackers if you factor age, uh, but their secondary is not that star-studded and allowed some high-scoring games last year. Unfortunately, the Chargers have the well-rounded star power on both sides, and power rankings do not factor in in-season shenanigans like injuries, bad calls going for it all the time, and other various things. Broncos on offense needed a quarterback, and the defense still has the same level of potential greatness in my eyes. It's going to be a fun season. As for international team names, you could have the Berlin Barbarians mm. uh, to reference their origins around the fall of the Roman Empire, the Roman Legions, the Athens Olympians, and the Hungarian Devourers. Uh, I am 50-50 on international expansion unless they make a separate <laughs> European league. 
and have the Super Bowl champs for both leagues to be dubbed world champions. Uh, thanks for the great content, guys. Go Broncos and support Denver Rivals. I'm super out on the European League idea. <laughs> um, I don't, take some time. I'm not against European expansion. It's unheard of. It would be pretty weird. Um, but I think if anything, if any league could ever do it, it's definitely the NBA or the NFL. Um, because their games are so spaced out, I think it would be a little bit of a scheduling nightmare for the schedule makers, but I'm sure they get paid a lot uh, of money. Their job. Yeah. yeah not ours. Don't have to worry about <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I'm in on it just because I think it would be cool. It would be. You'd have to have at least two teams over there, uh, maybe even London, four. Mexico City? No, because I think they have to be next to each other, close to each other. Oh, so, so that like when London. a team goes out to play London, they play London, and then they play Frankfurt or something like that. And you have another team doing the opposite. Interesting. Okay. To yeah. make it more of a headache for schedulers, yes. But wouldn't those teams probably be in – or would they be in different divisions? Different. They would probably be in different conferences. One would have to go to the AFC. One would have to go to the NFC. Man, then you need four. You need to expand to four and have two and two. So then you, yikes! Tough. You could go like one in Mexico City and one in Canada. Sure, sure, you could do that. So far, no interest in Canada. I've never even heard it mentioned. Do you even know where Edmonton is? <laughs> no, <laughs> absolutely not. Um, I guess it's because they have their own football league that's decently successful. That's true. That's true. Yeah, man, would the NFL just dominate that though? Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I almost CFL. wonder if it's like a, they don't. They would feel bad Unspoken about just like killing yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a legitimate football league. Like CFL is probably the second most legitimate football league in the world. 100%. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Denver rivals, I don't think it's a hot take at all that Denver has the second best roster in the AFC West. I, I would agree with you. Um, I think the Chiefs have the worst roster. They just have the best quarterback and the best head coach. Do you have any uh, opinions on all the champions of all American sports except for the MLS calling themselves the world champions? Absolutely not. Me no, <laughs> no, of course not. And you, you do because for baseball because there are legitimate leagues other places. Yeah, I mean, my whole thing is if anyone in another country has an issue with it, bring us your best team. I think MLB would take care of them too. I think so too. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is like, I... I understand why people are like, stop calling yourselves the world champions. You won one. I'm like, okay, send your best team. Right. I probably won't, don't want to do that with football. <laughs> Definitely probably not football. <laughs> yeah. Who is a quarterback going to be against Tom Brady? Right. There's, Russell Wilson? there's only like 13 good quarterbacks yeah. in the world. <laughs> and, and they're, they're all, all playing play here. here. Yeah. Uh, Denver Rivals comes in again and says, also I have to add on that Javante's three touchdowns was or one was against the Chargers, the horribly thrown pass in the flat versus the Lions where he broke tackles from behind the line of scrimmage and got the touchdown. He also got a passing touchdown against the Chiefs and had a killer game running and receiving. He did not get the chance to run the routes with the heavy run scheme and the faulty arm strength of Teddy after starting the season. I, I'm the biggest Javante defender, but I'm, but I'm glad he will be splitting carries to mitigate injury risk he's a big reason why we can be a deadly top three offense great points all <laughs> around from nj bronco 85 my boys i just want to say thank you for not only keeping us sane through these trying years but also addressing hard topics in the pa with the passion that you do i mentioned on the pod previously that i'm a firefighter and e and uh and every part of my job the texas shooting has left me in tears for these families i have a seven-year-old boy and a three-year-old girl my wife's a school teacher so it hit pretty hard thanks for being amazing as always and stay safe 
thank you so much for uh for supporting us in that and and for your nice comment and uh, obviously thinking of you and your fam. Absolutely, NJ Bronco. Next one from Bronco and SF says, thank you for speaking on such an important topic. It's been such an emotional couple of weeks, and I dread the cycle you described. Even if we can't vote in the Senate, we can protest. Call our reps, vote for people who will pass gun reform and invest in education. We're the only country in the developed world where this happens so often. We can make a change. We just have to force it. Love you guys and all who need it this week. Great comment, and, and I'll just say it. I talked about the cycle. This one feels a little different. I don't know if this is the time where things actually change. But I agree. I feel like we may have taken a step in the right direction. I hope so. And it does feel like that, Ryan. Next next one here is, oh, my God, really long. <laughs> <laughs> From Boozy. My boys, it's been a while since I've commented. Sorry for the long one. I listen every day going back to the BSN days, but normally don't have much to say because someone else beat me to it. <laughs> I was sad to hear Mace was leaving, but I'm excited for the throwback feel now with the classic RK and Zach pods. When RK's busy, I'm curious to see what other DNVR folks have to say, especially Hank, Andre, and AJ. AJ would be a great one, but he's a little busy right now. <laughs> um, your chat about the D-line had me thinking about two things I missed you mentioning. What is Mike Purcell's health status, and can DJ Jones play defensive end? If both are positive, I think the ideal baseline up for the front five is Chubbs, Jones, Chubb, Jones, Purcell, Jones, Gregory. Uh, if slash when one of the edges are hurt, touch wood for me. Um, and then extra beef on the line should help Benito or Reed on the edge with the run. Totally agree with what you guys think in the sub packages. So excited for this year with Russell Wilson. Oh boy. Also hockey. I'm an <laughs> Oilers fan from Saskatchewan, Canada, just North of Montana. Thanks hey, for the, thank you. You knew <laughs> the directional guide. Uh, I hope I'll have Saturday off and be able to drive eight hours to Edmonton Ooh. for game three versus the avalanche. I was at the Kane Hattrick game versus the Calgary Flames, threw my hat, of course, even though I could touch the rafters and two or the three other people probably had to throw it down to get to the ice. Love a good uh, relay to the ice. <laughs> the atmosphere in Edmonton was amazing. It's the second greatest sports game I've ever experienced. First was in my hometown. Wow, he's hitting everything right he now. Is. Saskatchewan <laughs> Rough Riders <laughs> won the CFL Grey Cup, uh, Grey Cup at home in Regina. Not Regina. Ooh, okay. Regina. Uh, the championship Sounds game like rotates something. location like the NFL, so it's pretty rare even though we have less team. The party after, pack the streets with negative 20 Celsius, wow. negative 5 Fahrenheit. Thanks for the guide. He, he knows uh, what's up. <laughs> once in a lifetime weather. I hope to make it out again uh, to a DNVR tailgater to 14-hour drive and catch a game at Mile High. I had an amazing experience last year, even though we lost to the Eagles. Go Broncos. Not saying that one. DNVR, especially <laughs> the guys who fill in when Ryan's busy, Iceman, and the rest of you great commenters. What a comment. Man, great comment, uh, Boozy. We absolutely love it. And I've said this. This has happened every round where someone's like, hey, I'm a Preds fan. Hey, I'm a Blues fan. Hey, I'm a North. I'm sorry in advance. Anything I say, don't take it personally. <laughs> I don't mean to be an ass towards you guys, but I end up doing it anyway. He means to be an ass towards your team, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there we well, go. I'm just trying. Yeah. That was a killer comment, and I think there was only one question there. Mike Purcell's health update, he's doing fine. Actually, Nathaniel Hackett gave him a lot of praise today, saying that he can be a big boy that moves as well. But DJ Jones, Ryan, DJ Jones has been at practice these past two weeks, but he has not been practicing. He got a little tweak in uh voluntary mini camp right before the draft so he's been out right now so we don't know where exactly he's going to be how they're going to use him hopefully he's all right hopefully Purcell's all right and um I'll say this about DJ Jones remember what I tweeted at him the day that he signed with the Broncos barbecue sauce yep I yep. said hey let's get that barbecue sauce in the bar 
Nothing official. Ooh. But there's been movement on that front. Ooh. I mean, he said last week he, 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 he would love to put it somewhere. Yeah. There's been mm. movement on that front. I don't uh, Just early movement. Okay. I love it. I and love it. I think that's probably a good place for us to wrap up on that little cliffhanger. And we got one quick super chat coming in from Mr. Orange. He oh, says, my God. for coffee. Cheers we to you. We love you, Mr. Orange. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And thank you all for tuning in. Hit us with a thumbs up on YouTube on your way out. That always helps us. Uh, and go abs. Go abs, baby. We'll catch you guys later.